Last week, I had one of the most powerful experiences of my life smoking changa. Now, what changa is, is it is essentially a smokable form of ayahuasca. Like my consciousness, I surrendered it off to whatever was happening and it went. And I was not there. And before I get into this video, I just want to make a disclaimer that this is for educational purposes only. I do not advocate the use of any psychoactive chemicals that are not legal. This is for educational purposes so that you can be better informed before you start smoking strange substances out of a pipe that a Cheech and Chong dealer type character gave to you. Now back to the video. The ingredients of this concoction are the same ingredients found in the ayahuasca brew in the Amazon, which there are entire documentaries about here on YouTube showing people drinking it, etc. So this video here, there's no usage. This is just for educational purposes, telling a story. So let's get into this. I think it's worth talking a little bit about what Changa actually is, because it seems to vary a lot based on the videos I've been watching and the research I've been doing and the other trip reports I've listened to. Changa was invented by a Australian fella named Julian Palmer in the early 2000s. Now, Ayahuasca has obviously been used for thousands of years, but using it in this form is a relatively new thing. However, Terence McKenna does mention smoking the ayahuasca vine at the peak of a mushroom trip in True Hallucinations, which I think is fascinating. So based on my research, it appears that a true changa blend is essentially freebase DMT evaporated into dried ayahuasca vine. However, some people report using Syrian rue or other MAOI inhibitors in their changa. Now, MAOI inhibitors are something that you have to be careful with, uh, especially if you are on depression, SSRI medications. You don't want to just be messing around with MAOI inhibitors. They are no joke. How I came across the changa is actually quite funny. I had never even heard of changa. And I was over at a man's house, like I said, a very Cheech and Chong type character. And uh, he whips out this little this little vial, this little plastic vial. And he was like, dude, you got to try this shit. And I'm like, what is this? He's like, it's some kind of DMT bark. And it was the most powerful experience of my life. And I'm like, DMT bark. And it's not, you know, it, normally there's some chemistry involved with smoking DMT. And this was just like a, a bag of, uh, literally just looked like herbs, like bark. So I looked it up right there on the guy's couch. And I was like, oh, this, this looks like this changa stuff. This must be changa. And it's funny how these medicines just find you when you're ready. You know, this isn't something that you just go find. Like these things find you when you're ready. Same case with all other uh, psychedelic compounds. That's what I've found anyway. And so I was like, sure, I'll give it a try. Um, and so that's how I got a hold of the changa personally. And then I did a little bit of research and I was just like, okay, let's smoke the thing. Now for smoking it, it's a little bit different than DMT. It's actually a lot different because smoking pure DMT is pretty difficult. You need a special pipe. It needs to be done a certain way. But with changa, you can literally, I just packed it in a bowl and smoked it like cannabis. Uh, you can put it in a joint. People put it in a joint. So it's uh, got a lot more utility, I would say, uh, a lot easier to use, and it was pretty fucking profound. Now, before we get into my experience, I do want to just say that 
if you are going to try Changa, it is important to go as close to the source as possible. That's especially true with all substances. You should always be as close to the source as possible. In this situation, I was not able to have a conversation with the source. I was not able to ask them, hey, what are you using in this? Are you using cappy, dried ayahuasca vine, or are you using Syrian rue? What other herbs are in here? Um, people report using blue lotus, um, adding things like mullen or passionflower, different herbs. Um, so I actually have no idea what was in there, but it was the most profound experience I've ever had, and we're going to get into that. So like I said, I loaded it up in a little grav pipe uh, that you could get at your local dispensary, and um, that is how I did it. What I did was I got on the bed, and I packed up the bowl, nice stiff bowl of this stuff, and uh, I lit it up, and I think it's important to note you really, really want to make sure you get that third hit because I saw somebody else with me. I don't want to get anybody else involved in the story, but do two hits. And they didn't quite break through to where I went to. They were still kind of in the landing zone in like the visual space. Okay, and we're going to talk about where I went to because it was unlike anything I've ever experienced. So... I, as soon as I hit it, I mean, I started feeling it. It was like, whoa, like reality, just the room starts dissolving the very first hit. Now, I have watched a few reports and people are talking about they're hanging out with their girlfriend and talking or like going on a walk while smoking the changa. And I got to say, I think they have a weak ass brew of changa. Because I could not have opened my eyes if I wanted to. If the house was burning down, I would have been in the experience. I wasn't here. My consciousness was not in my body. So I'm literally about to fall backwards and I'm like, I got to get this third hit in, light it up, take that third hit, and I just fall back. And instantly, all of the noise was just sucked out of the room. I mean, there were like birds chirping out the window and everything. It was just, it was just pure silence. And I just fell back and I was into it. And I was just catapulted into the realm of geometrical patterns, orange and pink and faces. And, you know, it was very, very, you know, you're what you would hear from a DMT report. That was absolutely, you know, intense and amazing. And, you know, I'm quote unquote colorblind. And I think that impacts my psychedelic experiences a little bit because in all my experience, even eating like 10 grams of mushrooms, I've never had like memorable visuals or hallucinations, uh, which is fascinating. It's always like a feeling. It's always a very deep internal thing. But with this, I mean, I've never seen a cascade of color and shape like that in my life. And it was intense, right? And then I took a very deep intentional breath because I had the hunch there's something deeper here. You need to lean into this. So I just took a big breath and I sunk in and I literally fell through a hole. I fell through the doorway and it was just complete nothingness. And that is when the voice came on. 
in all of my psychedelic experiences, I have never had such a clear, undeniable communication with another entity. Even on a big dose of mushrooms or something like that, you can still kind of be like, is this me? Is this my head? Or is this like actually the mushroom? With this, there was no denying. I will I will defend this. There's no denying I was having communication with an alien entity. Something outside of this physical plane. Thankfully, I was able to use my breath to stay calm. I mean, my body was gone. My mind was gone. Jarrett had, you know, disappeared. And I wasn't scared. It was intense at the beginning. And there was a moment with all the shapes where I thought about opening my eyes, but I didn't. I just sunk into it and I breathed. And the entity came on. And the first thing I said, I said, what is all of that? What is the point of all of those geometrical patterns and, and faces and beings? What is that? And the voice said to me, that's just filling space. That's like the ocean or the rainforest in your world. That's just filling space. And I said, where am I? And the voice said, this is the other side. Now, I know if you have never had an experience like this, what I'm saying may sound insane. But this is the truth of what happened to me. This is undeniably what happened. And so after I had asked, like, what is the point of all of this? I kind of sunk in even more and it got even quieter. I took another breath and then it got serious in a way, you know, it, I, I felt my eyes start to water and I, w I remember I just started to feel all this love and the voice said, there's deep meaning here, brother. This is very, very meaningful. Don't get distracted by the colors or any of that. This is very meaningful, what's going on here. It was a very, very loving and solid presence, unlike anything I've ever experienced. The voice then told me that I am supported on this journey. Very plainly, it said, you are supported on this journey. It is all love. Now, as I'm explaining this, I wish that I could take you to the experience because it's so much more than what I could describe to you. But I'm hoping that with this video, I can kind of give you a little bit of the lay of the land of what I experienced. The experience itself was very short acting. You know, people say that having the MAOI inhibitor in there is supposed to allow the experience to go on a bit longer. But for me, it was only about five minutes. And it was the most impactful five-minute moment of my life. Just this small bit of communication and interfacing with this entity totally reaffirmed me on this journey. It totally re-inspired me. It totally got me curious, like, holy shit. You know, I'm almost five years into my journey with exploring psychedelic realms, and I feel like I'm just getting started. I feel like I was reborn all over again. I feel like nothing is the same. Anybody who has had an experience like this knows that it's not the easiest thing to remember and bring back every single moment of the journey. So I'm trying to give you guys all the cliff notes, all the highlights. I have a six minute video of me immediately after the experience in the shower 
saying everything, just totally laying it out, what happened. This is the golden ticket. And that full video, unedited, will be on my Patreon. You can hit the link in the description, Soul of Jarrett on Patreon, if you would like to watch the uninterrupted, unedited video of my post-trip report. Like I said, I could not have opened my eyes if I wanted to. I was totally in it. My consciousness was in another realm. And then eventually, after this little communication and just like, you know, I, I barely had words, you know, this thing's telling me this and I'm just like, fuck. Um, and then it starts to leave. You start to feel it fade. And at this point, I was really loving it. I mean, there's nothing to be scared of in there. I mean, I was having a beautiful time and I, I would have loved it for to last another hour. So I could really poke around in there, in this realm, you know, and then, it, you know, I felt it start to fade. And I, it's like I could feel it like leaving my body. It was kind of like the, the the entity was just like squiggling out of me like a snake. And I'm like, where are you going? No, <laughs> stay. Uh. <laughs> and as it was leaving, I was like, what now? Like what? Like what? Are you just going to leave me with this? What now? And it said to me, you are it. You are it. Being in the human form is the lottery. That's what this entity said to me. It was like, you guys are so fascinated with these other realms, which is great, but you got to realize that being in the human form is the most ideal form to take in this universe. That is how you can be an instrument that can manipulate matter. You know, the fact that we can even smoke this and interface with these plants and with these entities, there's no other animal on the planet capable of doing this, right? We hold a very special position in this universe. And that is what it was telling me. It was like, you're it. You are it. You are the instrument. You are the tool. You are the antenna for the divine. That was a very powerful and empowering message for me, you know, like that has lit a fire in me, you know, and that's a message that's kind of like the psychedelic message we kind of all get is like, you know, we're all one, it's all love, you are it. But to have this interaction with this loving being and have it straight up tell me these things while holding me in this space Again, I mean, it was one of the most profound experiences of my life. Like next to my children being born, it is that type of experience. Truly psychedelic in every sense of the word. So there you have it, guys. That is pretty much what happened in my five-minute Changa journey. Now, of course, I texted the guy literally that night and was like, I'm going to need some more of this. <laughs> this is absolutely my new favorite psychoactive plant compound to experiment with. And I can't wait to get back in there and have another experience. I only had enough for one real journey. So I packed that bowl up and I went for it. And I totally broke through and it was so worth it. It was so beautiful. Again, I am not here advocating the use of this or anything like it. I'm just making this video so that you can be more educated on what you're getting yourself into and what you can expect 
but I really wanted to make this video because most of the Changa reports I watched on YouTube, people were saying it was more mild than their straight up DMT experiences. They're hanging out, looking at people, talking, and that was absolutely not the case for me. I blasted off into the most intense experience of my life within seconds. So please be aware of this if you are looking into Changa. The batch is going to vary every single time. So you never know what you're going to get. My only recommendation would be to take the third hit and to not skimp out on material. Pack that thing up and go for it if you're going to do it. So anyway, guys, that is my experience. If you want to watch the full video of me moments after the experience delivering all of the downloads from the entity and talking about what happened, you can hit the link in my description and go support on Patreon, which I really appreciate. That's where I'm going to be putting things that maybe aren't YouTube friendly, um, you know, actual footage from journeys, things like that. I'm really stepping it up on the Patreon game and the YouTube game because I realized, you know, I got to quit being lazy. I can't just be sitting down doing hour and a half podcasts. I need to really be intentional about my delivery and telling stories that are actually going to bring value to you guys. Not that the podcast doesn't bring value, but I have a lot of different psychedelic experiences I'm yet to talk about in a video like this. So if you enjoyed this video, please consider giving me a subscribe, a like, and a comment, anything to boost the algorithm for me. Only if you enjoyed it, though. Don't give me no fake love. Send it to a friend who's into strange psychoactive plant compounds, and be sure to check out my Patreon for the full trip report from moments after the event. I'm Feeling Mushroomy shirts are available on I'mFeelingMushroomy.com. That is also linked in the description if you would like to grab an I'm Feeling Mushroomy t-shirt. They are 100% U.S. cotton, small batch, very good quality. This ain't no Fruit of the Loom swag. This is very good quality stuff for you. Check out I'mFeelingMushroomy.com if you're interested in that. And last but not least, be sure to stay tapped in with me on Instagram and TikTok so you can interact a bit more. I do one-on-one Zoom sessions if you're interested in that. If you want to talk psychedelics, travel, whatever it is, we can hop on a Zoom call and chat. You can email me at soulofjarrett at gmail.com if you're interested in that. So with that being said, I'm signing off. Happy and safe traveling in those foreign realms, my friends. See ya.